<clears throat> this is Ranking of Cage, Part 8. Peggy Sue Got Married. I'm Colton, joined by Quinn. Hey, guys. Kudrow. Yo. And Josh. Hey, guys. It's a secret to everyone. <laughs> so we'll start off with the synopsis for uh, Peggy Sue Got Married. So Peggy Sue faints at a high school reunion. When she wakes up, she finds herself in her own past just before she finished high school. Um, so it's a time travel movie. Um, so it opens with Peggy getting dressed to go to her high school reunion. Um, and Peggy's not feeling great about her reunion because she is in the process of divorcing her husband, Crazy Charlie, the appliance king, who she had been with since high school. Uh, at the reunion, um, you know, she goes through, talks to all the people she's she knew from high school, but they crown a king and a queen at the reunion. And Peggy was selected as the queen. Uh, while on stage, the crowd starts singing the song Peggy Sue. And she's feeling very overwhelmed and she faints. And then, bam, Peggy wakes up at a blood drive and she's back in high school. Um, she's been transported through time, essentially, is what we figure out. Um, then we go through the whole time traveler acting weird in their new environment thing where she's like, you know, reliving the past. Um everybody else she's she's like seeing all these people she misses and hasn't seen in a long time and everybody else thinks she's acting weird um she takes a more carefree approach to reliving her high school days um you know, the next day charlie picks up peggy before school and they discuss breaking up after graduation and then like they're gonna get married again they're gonna get married a few years after that is what charlie says he's got a whole plan um and then peggy says why not now um, then they kind of leave it there after school. Charlie explains to Peggy, he doesn't want to break up and he doesn't, he doesn't want her to go date other people. Um, after this, Peggy goes to meet with Richard um, and Richard, she had seen at her class reunion and Richard was a very intelligent individual from her class. Richard <laughs> in the future, he had invented things and became very wealthy. Um, Peggy tells him that she traveled through time. And she tries to convince him by knowing about his blind grandfather who inspired a future invention he made that she read about in a magazine. Um, and next we have Peggy going to a party with Charlie where Charlie performs with his acapella group. And we find out Charlie has dreams of becoming a music star. Um, after this, Charlie tells Peggy she is the only girl for him forever. And in the car, Pe Peggy tries to have sex but gets denied. Um, and this leads to a big fight the next day. Uh, it, following this, uh, it doesn't really should tell us how long it's been, but there's one night Peggy's out and she goes to talk to Michael, who's a cool guy in a jacket that rides a motorcycle. And we had saw, we saw Michael earlier in the literature class and he was being very passionate about literature and it seemed like Peggy was interested in him. Um, he's clearly a beatnik. <laughs> there you go. So Peggy uh, goes on a motorcycle ride with uh, Michael because she sees him out at the cafe. So she talks to him. Then they go on a motorcycle ride and they have some kind of passionate experience together out in the wilderness. Um, then following this, Charlie confronts Peggy about acting weird recently and the whole Michael thing and goes on a rant about how cool he is. Uh, Peggy tells Charlie it's over. And then following this, Peggy's out at a club with Michael. And at the club, um, first of all, at the club, uh, 
Michael brings up moving to Utah with him so he can write and she can take care of chickens. And there's also this other girl and polygamy is legal. Um, and Peggy says, I don't, I'm not going to do that. Peggy has no interest in doing that. But also at the club, she sees Charlie performing with a different group and she's never seen him perform with this group before. So the next morning uh, she goes to find Charlie and tells him that she saw him performing and she's like, here, I wrote you this song to use. And it's a Beatles song <laughs> that she has stolen from the future. Um, so Charlie then <laughs> suggests eventually that what if I change some of the words? So he takes a classic Beatles song and tries to change the words. Um, <laughs> then uh, after learning about, uh, I guess, so they, they don't get back together. They're like broken up. And after learning about their breakup, Richard suggests that Peggy marry him instead. Uh, Peggy refuses and states she doesn't want to marry anyone. Uh, following this, Peggy goes to see her grandparents, who earlier it was we were told that they were not alive in the future. Um, and then from the grandparents, when she gets there, we get right to the message of the movie of thinking about what your time means to you and what you value. Um. After describing, after that, Peggy's describing to her grandparents that she was a time traveler. Um, and then just so happens her grandpa's part of some weird cult. So she goes to a cult meeting with her grandfather uh, where they perform some kind of ritual. To They claim they're going to send her back to her time. And then while performing the ritual, Charlie shows up, steals Peggy away, proposes to her saying he's going to quit singing. And at first she's upset. But then Charlie shows her a locket, which is a locket she had had in the future. And it's the pictures of the two of them as children. And then she has a change of heart. And then basically after this, Peggy wakes up back in her own time. Charlie's sitting in front of her. And we learn that the things she changed in the past have applied to the future. And that's Peggy Sue got married. Yeah. So, what did you what? guys think about this one? What what kind of hot takes do we got for this one? He must be exhausted after that description. You <laughs> might want to take a couple sips of water after that one. <laughs> Thanks. Um, for me, it's about the relate they're like their weird relationship. Like I feel between. like they're trying to play between um, Peggy Sue and um, Charlie. Charlie the crazy appliance king. Yeah. Like like he, she's this like older woman obviously. Right. And she's she's manipulating him essentially. That's what it felt like. Yeah, like, I guess she's just terrorizing this kid. <laughs> there is some manipulation there. I I feel like it's like trying to exp it's trying to present to you like somebody with the knowledge and experience of being much older being put in the position of a teenager, like where she's sneaking alcohol. Like right. she's like, you can't tell me what to do. I'm an adult. <laughs> no. Right. I just thought that was, that aspect of it was over. No, that's a good point. She, she is kind of manipulating people. Because like every time something would happen, he'd be like, Oh, like I realized I did this wrong. Like very like mature and like, Oh yeah. Like I overreacted or like apologizing. Right. But then she would just do it again. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid. He's trying his uh, hardest. Yeah. But, um, did we ever find out that, did we ever find out if that beatnik guy 
wrote a poem about her and then he did because that's that's the thing at the end of the movie that tells us the things she changed in the past affected the future because in the future when she wakes up uh charlie has a book written by the guy that has a poem that's the poem he was going to write about her that she told him to write in the past yeah, I guess there's kind of two ways of looking at that, though, right? Because, I mean, one, it's like, you know, what actually, you know, that whole sequence she was having, like, actually, she did go back in the past, and now she's kind of living in a slightly different version of the present. Or, mm -hmm. you know, she simply lied to her friends earlier in the movie and actually did and actually did sleep with the guy, and we're still, you know, status quo. Oh, you're saying like she lied previously and Yeah, because like she made mention to her friends like at the at like the reunion. She's like she's like he was the one guy I wish I had slept with back in high school. And so but now it's like, oh well she actually did, but she just didn't want to admit it. Oh, I, I think it was like clearly stating to us that she had altered the future. I think that was what it was telling you. Cause it was like clearly pointed out that it was written by that guy. Well, it was, but what I'm saying, well, what I'm trying to say is basically what I'm trying to say is like, you know, the events as it happened in the dream or like pretty close, like, you know, mm -hmm. at least as far as that particular event is concerned, but, but then why, both sequences. if that's the case, then why would Charlie be at her bedside? Cause it seemed like they were not like separated at when she came back, when she woke up again. Well, I thought that well, at the bedside, correct me if I'm wrong, like, you know, he said, like, he regretted, like, he said, like, you know, the whole affair that a woman he was seeing, like, that relationship is now over. And it seems like he regretted becoming estranged from his wife. And that's part of the reason why they reconcile. In addition to, like, that whole massive time travel, dream sequence, whatever, where it's like, you know, she realizes, oh, I still do love him. Or at the very least, I remember why I loved him. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Well, <laughs> his voice didn't keep her away, so. <laughs> yeah, his voice. What in the hell? It was, uh, I was looking up what his voice was, and it, he based it on, um, it was some, I can't remember what it was. It was something I had not, I was not familiar with. Like the stereotypical like why i oughta they kept saying that too yeah so the why i oughta so that was uh one the one of the three stooges says that um uh, but right. but i was looking on the internet and uh englishgrammarlessons.com says <laughs> The expression why I oughta originates from The Honeymooners, an American TV show airing between 1955 to 56. The two feature characters, and it says that one of them would say why I oughta when he got angry as an empty veiled threat. So I don't know if it's that or supposedly one of the Three Stooges says that too. So I don't know. That sounds yeah, right. It's, it's Jackie Gleason. That's, who, that's the Honeymooner. That oh, okay, that's... That's a Jackie Gleason statement, I'm pretty sure, from the olden days of comedy, the golden days of comedy, the nineteen right. mid the mid nineteen fifties, so, best comedy ever made, nineteen fifty seven. I guess so, but the, yeah, because they kept referencing that, and I was like, "What are they? What are they talking about?" Because I've mm -hmm. heard that before, but it was I guess sort of other... a kind of a second golden age for comedy in Hollywood as well. Yeah, 
Yeah, we had great shows like The Honeymooners and then, of course, I Love Lucy and Happy Days and all these great shows that um, were were just so fun for everybody. So I guess we can kind of talk about time period items now. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Then there's a when uh, when Charlie's like pulling up in his car and there's a picture of a guy on his visor that he's clearly looking at. Like a sticker of some guy. Right, to hype him up. Yeah, who the hell was that guy? I was trying to figure out. I couldn't find it on the internet. I don't know who that was. I have no Um, idea. The song that they sang in the movie multiple times, Peggy Sue. So that's a song by Buddy Holly. Was this the first time you'd ever heard this song? Yeah. (laughs) No, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. How about you you guys, Kudrow? Game, actually. Yeah, I had to look it up because I'm like, is this like a, is this like for the movie? Is this like a real song? Um, Hot take, uh, Buddy Holly songs aren't that good. All right, nobody disagrees. (laughs) I don't have an opinion because I feel like one, the only song from this movie is I, I feel like it'd be unfair to judge his entire music collection off of that one song. Well, right, it's kind of hard. It, didn't he die in a horrible plane crash? I think so. Kind of, yeah. You know, our I think too all, soon. all plane crashes are probably horrible, right? Not all. Damn. Not all. Some people. Sometimes it. Sometimes the pilots uh, do a great job, like in the movie Flight, starring Denzel Washington. All right, fair. Another great um, movie, which I wish we could review instead of this horrible movie. Whoa! <laughs> this Peggy Sue got this it's movie. About the principal, Josh. <laughs> I know, but I was like, this. Was, um, this was a low for me today. So, uh, to get in defense of Peggy Sue, um, the film made the best films of 1986. Um, right Gene Sis- Star Trek G- Six. Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert put it at number. Oh, Gene Siskel placed it at number five film of 1986. And Robert Roger Ebert placed it at number nine. So, <laughs> you know, oh, okay, okay. I don't think we can like we can't make this <laughs> argument for this movie being good. What were the other great universally insulted Moonstruck, which also received several <laughs> nominations for Academy Awards? It won one. Okay, share won one. Which one did it win? Share won the best actress. actress? Yeah, best. Yeah, best actress. Yeah, because yep. it was a decent movie. Thank you, Quinn. It was a decent movie. I think it was. Um, yeah. Maybe a hot, <laughs> anyway. hot, Maybe my hot take is that that was Cher's jump into. She was trying to reform her. It's that's, a, that's a that's, hot take that's about a different topic. movie. That's off topic, off topic. <laughs> oh, about Moonstruck. Right. Yeah. Okay. So no, I don't know who Charlie's like looking at on his visor. It must be somebody. So other thing. Um. Uh. Probably the Fonz or somebody. Monopoly shoots and ladders in Parcheesi. That's the board games in the 1960s you play. Has anybody ever played Parcheesi? Hell yeah. You have, oh my I mean, god. I... You guys haven't played Parcheesi? No, but it looks kind of like some other games I've seen. Like it, I, I looked it up. It's like a game where you move spaces, move in a circle. It's almost like a sorry in a way. I sorry was going to say, like have you ever played the game Sorry? Yeah, it's like a simple. Yeah. Sorry's like a simpler version. It seems like it is. It's a slightly. Yeah. It's a slightly different version. I don't know if I would say right. simple. I'd say they're about the same level. Of, yeah, that's what it looked uh, play, like. To player me, player interaction you got going on. 
Uh, uh, Parcheesi is classic. Time you're in town, we can play Parcheesi. There's, I would love to. There, another uh, time period thing. There was a scene where her sister was eating some sort of candies, and she said, "Don't eat the red ones." Oh, the M and M's. I looked. Um, I looked that up briefly. What's the and deal? I think there was it? like something about like red M and M's. Like there was like a scare about the food dye or something like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that, 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 that was that was one of those things too that I was like, what? Yeah. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. Any other time period things you guys noticed? Um, what was that? drinking? Were they legal? I feel like everywhere they went, they were drinking. Well, it would have been 18 at that time, right? She wasn't 18 yet. She turned oh, 18. yeah, they were in like high school. They're in high school. Yeah. And they're just... Well, I don't know what state were they in. Right, because they were drinking at the club, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's like a good question. The sparkling grape juice, or I don't know. Yeah, sparkling I'm pretty sure he took a shot. So, huh. anyway. Yeah, I thought that was weird that it felt like they were a little too young to be drinking. Yeah. Even right. though her That's character looks looks like she's not in high school. Right. To me, right. in my opinion. But. You know what this movie felt like to me, guys? Felt like it's a 1980s version of like that 2000s movie with like Vince Vaughn and like four other couples and they all go to like a resort. And it's like the same thing, but it's just like oh, she goes back in time and it's like now she gets to be with all these people in like a different time and explores different things. And it was really just like very trite, I thought, how it dealt yeah. with the whole idea that this could even happen and how stupid and flimsy it is that mm -hmm. they were, uh, especially when the guy was talking about the, uh, like how sp space is like a burrito and you can put anything inside of it. God, yeah, and I was just like, <laughs> at that point, I was just like, okay, man. Yeah. That's, I hear you. Uh, but it was it was it was just like yeah it was a uh, what's the word oh uh, another time period thing uh, the cult is all men because it's the sixties so women weren't allowed in the cult oh right, right. so that, is that supposed to be a sign that we're in the, I don't know the past? well they yeah. talked about how because the grandma talked about how she's not allowed to go and I was like oh right it's the sixties women aren't allowed in the cult. Like, if that was a cult in, like, the 2000s, they would have women in the cult. Right. What's the comparison there? What is that? Yeah. What's the what's the cult demographics, Colton? What you got? You got any data? Oh, I, no, I don't have any data. <laughs> what, what what exactly was their cult? Was Dude, it like... It, it felt so forced. Just, they go to the grandparents' house, then just like, oh, here we go. Come to me to my... Come with me to my meeting. And it's just this fucking cult where they're like, we can send you back to your time. And then they do some weird ritual. You know, yeah. what my, you know what my favorite thing about that cult was, though? The hats? Is like, no. It, it was the fact, like, <laughs> so before the grandfather and Peggy went to the cult, it was like, what does the grandma think you do with it? I was like, oh, just play cards and drink. But then as soon as they complete the ritual and Peggy Sue gets whisked off by uh, whatever Nicolas Cage's character's name is in this movie, they'll be like, what now? Bridge? Yeah. Well, yeah, because they have to wait. Only one time traveler comes so often, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, yeah, they just do exactly what the grandmother, exactly what the grandmother thinks they do. So, fantastic. Yeah. Um, I I also thought uh, Charlie was just kind of fucking weird. Like, I don't, 
I his character was just weird. I couldn't figure out why, but I hated. I think haircut. I think I think that he ha- I think that he was weird because the other two guys were weird. So he had to be weird in order to not be. I just feel like they were trying to be like. She goes back and she gets to pick between all the weird guys, and okay. they're all all the characters are all the male characters are just weird, weird, but they're like, you know, opposed to each other like a, as a triangle. Sure. Or triforce, you might say. Right. Yeah. Jim Carrey will do that to the to the team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you. you know, Jim Carrey comes and you're like, what? But uh, I just, in this Carey? movie, I was like, get out of here. I felt like this was so, <laughs> so forced. Well, then Jim Carrey is the, uh, um, he's a dentist. And then he's like cutting up cocaine. And he's like, oh, yeah. that's part about being a dentist. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> he gets it in bulk or whatever. Yeah. Or he gets like, his, he gets his dentist subscriber yeah. prices. Yeah. Um, um, wholesale. <laughs> cocaine, baby. Uh, and you get that dental purity. It gets it leaves the great fluoride uh, <laughs> shimmer on the inside of your nose. <laughs> um, so what? What are your? What do you? What are the memorable moments you guys have from this movie? Oh, I like the part where she drank. She just started ripping shots out of the yeah. Whiskey while or while she was, was at home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that I don't know the. The outrageousness of not understanding that you're time traveling and that like people don't understand what you're experiencing was a little too long for me. I felt it's it's so like I mean maybe at the time it was less played out, but it's just so. I mean, yeah, yeah, okay, like that. That one like was main point of contention for me. Um, Other than that, yeah, I didn't like what she did to Charlie. Like I just I don't know, it just felt malicious. to do him so dirty over and over again and then to tie it all the way back to like oh was she in a coma or did she actually go you know back in time like i don't know it was yeah after kudro's point i'm confused about that now too i don't because yeah. i so, thought i i just saw the poem thing and that was i didn't even think after that i'm like oh yeah that's because yeah. she changed everything i don't know mm-hmm. i'm more inclined i'm more inclined to believe because like with the entire with the entire uh, explanation of like the burrito theory of time travel, like that's clearly what they're going for. <laughs> I can't believe I you brought like the they're... burrito theory up again. Yeah. Oh. When you get the whiteboard out, <laughs> a hearty time travel burrito. Uh, but I, don't, I saw it's like, I feel like with that explanation and like that whole scene that took up several minutes of the movie. Well, I liked it. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm, say, I'm inclined to believe that that's what happened. It's just like something that came to mind. It's like, but this maybe it's a red herring. But I don't think it is. The moment that I liked it, where they were going with the time travel thing, was when the beatnik told her to go run out in front of the bus and kill herself. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I realized how that sounds like to say that, but I, I, I mean it genuinely because I was like, yes, break the system. Like, dude, this is right. you, right. you are, you're in, you are in an impossible loop. Like you yeah. have to get out of here. Like you're not, the time travel is impossible. You are not supposed to be here. And right. so I, and then the fact that she like, you know, basically just, had an instinct to survive and ran away from the bus or whatever. And it was just like that was the whole movie. But that moment was emblematic of a whole movie in a way. 
because yeah. it was like, oh, slip back in time. Like I'm in a hospital now, and like, or, you know, she was getting like a, she's giving blood at the beginning when she mm-hmm. like slips back in time. Yeah, the whole yeah. the whole movie was like that. Uh, but I found that it was uh, I didn't really enjoy Nicolas Cage's performance. I was more so annoyed and mildly entertained by it because yeah. it was annoying. He was kind but, of his character was annoying for sure. But it, it felt I did I actually just I'm not sure that this ranks very high for me in terms of like even good Cage moments or mm-hmm. like Cage performances. Mm-hmm. I can't help but feel like the one Nicolas Cage moment that's like was it just me or is like because the moment when he's like. St- like sitting on her Peggy Sue's bed on that one like random scene in the middle of the night and it looked like he had picked up her pillow and was getting ready he to yeah. smother her. I was going to say what, he's going to kill her. Right. <laughs> that was weird, but then he didn't. Was that the scene right before they had the big argument? Yeah, or because like he he's like sitting on her bed watching her sleep, getting ready to smother her to death apparently. Yeah. And then it's like all of a sudden she wakes up and drags him into the basement and then they have that huge... That's- that that's like outside. that's like your cages in the movie where he's like talking about himself. He's like, I'm the star. I'm the. I have the car. I have the yeah. voice. Like he. <laughs> it's just like once again, like this is yet another Nicolas Cage movie where he is just this man doggedly chasing after a woman he has his eyes. I on. I felt like he finally got a varied character in this one though, because he wasn't like a. Like in the other ones, he's more of a rebellious, doesn't care about anything, kind of uh, uh, ignoring his responsibility. Whereas this one, he's almost like the opposite. Like he's still chasing after a girl, but now he's like has the responsibility. He's like he's a no, he's a noble fool. It's what they did with Steve Harrington and Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, they turned him from like a jerk into like a really like a yeah. He's an idiot, but he's like noble about it. He and he was just like you're saying, Kudrow. He was, he was dogged, but, um, but he's also very annoying. Just his, <laughs> and it was felt very everything he said felt intentional, and it felt yeah. it felt like poorly, but it felt like it was. I blame like I blame the direction and the character because I just did not like were the character. They, were they like trying to make him? Was he trying to sound younger? Were they like okay, pitch your voice higher and like? I guess. See, uh, yeah. I don't um, know. His voice just felt like he had. He was going through this. He was basically filming this entire movie with a terrible sinus infection. <laughs> um, I mean, that could be. That could be. But uh, there was something else I wanted to say about that. And it totally slips my mind. So I'm sorry if that was me cutting you off. So no, it wasn't. It's just my stupid brain. Other other lines. There's a line where Charlie says to uh, Peggy, "I love it when you twirl your baton." <laughs> um, yeah, and then there's a part where she's with Michael and he yells, "No more Jello for me, Ma." Yeah. I, is that a call to something, or is that just? a line from this movie like is that calling back to something that i'm not familiar with because he's like he's like yelling no more jello for me ma i don't i don't know why i don't think it's a callback i think it's just like oh teen angst and i felt like yes but also on top of that i would say that i felt like he was playing it up intentionally to where like he's he's making fun of it He's realizing oh, okay. that like his rebellion of like I'm gonna move away from here is ultimately like stupid and it's kind of sophomoric. Okay. And so he's 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 taking Comparing it so it far. As, 
Well, you, not even comparing it, but just say, yeah, saying like the the result of his sacrifice of leaving his parents' house is equivalent to just not have eating Jello anymore. So it's like, who cares? Like your fucking dumb journey. So he's making fun of. He's being cynical about his own quest. It's really clever, but also he takes it to eleven and it gets annoying I right see. away. I was like, I was thinking it was something like he was saying, I'm going to leave this place. Like, yeah. I'm out of here, mom. I don't need this fucking jello anymore. Like, he was turning down the jello. He's like, I don't, I don't need jello in my life. Right. Right. Yeah. But then also, jello is, yeah, such a mundane thing. How much does a thing of jello cost at the store? About 99 cents for about 16 packets of jello. <laughs> jello is very cheap. Jello is no. basically free. Yeah. <laughs> So, I don't think it's quite basically free, but <laughs> who has access to free Jello? They wouldn't jello. be chasing you. Out. They wouldn't be chasing you out of the store. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's put it this way: Who has access to free Jello? Pretty much anybody, because nobody actually wants to eat Jello once they've made it. <laughs> well, if you put some fruit in there, it can be kind of good. Oh, you are a, you are you, you are a uh, you are a brave man for saying that. Some people really hate. Some people really hate the fruit. Oh, the fruit cocktail put in the jello? All the fruits. I love all the fruits. Excuse me, no, guys, like... while I'm attempting to plug my computer. So anyway. uh my uh my hot take from this movie is that Peggy Sue is a thief and she's just trying to steal intellectual property of others. She's trying to steal that Beatles song and give it to uh Charlie. She's trying to steal the invention of pantyhose from people who rightfully did it in the future, and she just gets lucky gets to time travel and she's like let me just steal all this stuff so she's a thief that's my hot take peggy sue's a thief she should be prosecuted um you know the funny thing is though it's like that might actually be another evidence for the fact that it is time travel because when we were when we look at the uh, reunion Uh that dude ended up did ended up becoming like this really wealthy like no, but that that already like, happened because that's she said how she knew about his grandfather because of the invention. So he already invented other stuff, but she was in the past trying to invent other things that she just she just stole from other people in the future. So, yeah, but you would do the same thing as she did, though, right? I'm not on trial here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay that's how it is yeah maybe that's my hot take colton would do it (laughs) um yeah so i i don't know i this movie is okay to watch but it's like it's like it was almost in sea territory but then it's just not like it it just it is kind of boring it's kind of just that time travel thing and it's like do I really care about any of this? No. Um, it's a... So I'm between D and D+. Plus. Um, I think I gotta go D. Rankings. I think I gotta go D. Like... Yeah. I gotta go D. Kudra, what do you feel about this one? D. I don't know. It's interesting because, like, the more that we talk about it, the the actually, it's funny. Like, the higher the rankings are actually going up, because I keep finding things yeah. that I can find some level of appreciation for this right. movie. It's like it probably deserves a D plus for me, but like, I I just don't know that I 
because like it's funny because like on paper i actually kind of love this plot in so in certain respects because like you know this woman's always going on about like you know she seems very dissatisfied with her life she ends up having this cardiac incident where now she's like in a well you know she's in a coma she's like you know kind of going back actually that this is maybe this is like a near-death experience where you know now she's just replaying all of her life mm. uh but but yeah and then, but then it's like you know and she keeps talking about like you know all the things that maybe she would do differently but now mm. it's like she comes to find the appreciation for like everything that she does have and by the end of it actually would like you know finds out that she actually loves her life as it is or like the or the and like you know loves her husband so it's like, i love this plot on paper i guess it's just the execution just didn't do it for me yeah so where I, does that leave you i i think i'm gonna go where colton didn't and i'm at least gonna give it a d plus okay yeah i think i'm in the same boat as both you guys but it's gotta be a d for me um it was all right yeah Man, i didn't not... really feel like i needed to keep watching at some yeah. points though oh uh, so, okay yeah i feel like it's like watchable I... but i wouldn't recommend watching it <laughs> yeah i mean like you said the time travel i kind of already knew what was going to happen it, it got kind of repetitive for me as well the yeah. relationship fights but but yeah i think it'd be josh are you there yeah, hey guys, what's up? I'm here. Sorry. No, it's what's your uh, what's your uh, so I gave we gave our rankings. What's your personal ranking for this one? My personal ranking is I give this movie I give Peggy Sue got married an F for an first. F. What okay, I was expecting. How do, e, I was not how do you get an F. It, how do you get to an F? It is the worst one we've seen so far. No way. Yeah, I didn't like how I handled anything. I thought that it was so trite and stupid. I thought it was something that the directors should be ashamed of and they should hang up their hats <laughs> and quit making movies after this. Oh, I, my I, gosh. I, I, oh, okay. okay, hold on. You're tell you're seriously telling me this is worse than it could happen to you. Um I do think this is worse than it could happen to you. All right, guy. So is your letter wow. to the to the um company on on the way then josh you, you send your letter <laughs> i'm going to send a uh, letter to francis ford coppola about this. <laughs> well, Colton, i might have to apologize for my earlier um uh, my earlier scathing comments to you because now i see they should really be directed to josh wow all right let's get I our overall <laughs> apparently all right let's look at our overall here so we got uh d plus d f um so i was thinking this thing was gonna land in the d tier um i think it still may but now we got josh here in f i um, mean i'm i'm fine with being the outlier i can tell the opinion of the group is that it's, let's just throw well, it right throw it can, in the middle we can talk a little about it here so i my initial thought was this thing would go in the top of the d tier above moonstruck but, is um, it better and wor or worse than Birdie? What I realized while I was trying to realize this was like, Birdie is so is so much better than this movie. So, <laughs> where I, I guess 
uh, mm-hmm. Kudro and Quinn, where are you guys sitting with this? Were you guys thinking top of D tier or more towards the bottom? Um, well, what do we have here? So we have Valley Girl. I like this movie more than Valley Girl. Boy in Blue. I definitely like this movie more than Boy in Blue. But right. this movie made me miss Boy in Blue. <laughs> I, I don't know. I would probably I may put it like in the middle of D tier. At the very least, I think it's better than Boy in Blue. Okay, so so you okay, Quinn? Where where do you kind of put this one? Personally? I do think it's better than Birdie. I think I'm kind of in the middle though. I don't know if it's better than Boy in Blue. Okay, was there so, was there one good physical comedy moment with Nicolas Cage this entire movie? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, You're just yeah, mad about talked. Josh is just <laughs> mad about the Nicolas Cage character, so he had to really tank the rating here. Um, I mean, to be fair, Nicholas. I mean, to be fair, I see where Josh is kind of coming from there. We spent so, half of this. We spent I, half of this time making fun of his voice. Yeah, I mean, if we're looking <laughs> at our rankings, then I I think with Josh's hatred of this movie, I think if it goes in D tier, it probably needs to go at the end of D tier. It, it seems like it's either the end of yeah. D tier or the top of E tier. I I think it should be above E tier because I th- I don't think it's in the same tier as it could happen to you. Um, oh, that's that movie in E tier. Okay, yeah, um, I agree with that. I don't think it deserves to be there. Josh, how do you feel about the bottom of D tier? Um, I mean, I guess that's fine. Tell us how you really feel. i uh i i just really hated this movie (laughs) all right we'll we'll put it at the bottom of d tier for now um i will we'll take a look at our aggregate ratings and see where they lay out with some of these to back check but um yeah so uh at this rate peggy sue got married gets is in the d tier 